Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 181. Today is Thursday, February 16th, 2023. Very exciting episode. It's going to be a great episode, you guys. You're going to love it. But before we get going, I got to do the preliminaries. Uh, today's a numbered numbered episode which is episode 181 which means that by tomorrow morning the fantastic the amazing the uh, the the amazing mariah who's also a pilot now which is amazing she watched top gun maverick and got totally into pilot i'm not even joking this is real and then she was like i want to fly planes and so now she does it's amazing she's awesome uh but she will have uploaded this very episode episode 181 onto our podcast platforms by tomorrow morning so that's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, the big three. So if your uh, audio only is your preferred method to consume content like this, there you go. We have all 181 episodes as of tomorrow morning, which will be February 17th. If people are listening to us at a different date, they're like, when is tomorrow, Jeff? Um, if you are listening on Spotify uh, and you're not following us yet, go ahead and give us a follow. That'll really help us out. Thank you in advance. Um, also, anytime any of you guys donate to ElijahFire.com slash donate, uh, all, those, all those proceeds go towards keeping this afloat five days a week. There's a lot of moving parts behind the scenes, um, a lot of resources to do something like this on the regular like we do. Uh, but we take a portion of every single donation and we funnel it into the amazing water well efforts. We're digging a new freshwater well every three days. And um, Show Mercy International is who's, who we've partnered with. And they're amazing. They're great people. Mike and Lori Sally, those guys are awesome. So we're going to play a quick video of what's been going down over in Uganda and beyond. Here we go. Water. It's something we can't live without. Imagine a day without water. Think about what all would be affected. Laundry, cooking, watering your plants, showering washing your hands, your morning coffee, hospitals can't function, fires can't be put out, and so much more. Imagine a day without water. In Uganda, they don't have to imagine it. It's a reality. There are many people in Uganda that lack access to clean, safe water, but we, can continue to change that reality. Children, elderly, families, they are still in need of clean, safe water. So thank you again to all of you guys' donations. Without your donations, we wouldn't be able to do that stuff. Um, and we're just getting started. So 2023 is gonna be an amazing year in regards to all those efforts. And we can't wait to share more with you guys when the time is right. Also, we are doing a new teaching series. We do teaching series. We're trying to do them more regularly. Um, and so we got, you know, we did one with Yvonne this year. And now we're doing one with Mandy and Costin Woodhouse called Bible 101. So it's an all-encompassing series on all kinds of stuff surrounding the Bible in regards to manuscripts and all that good stuff. We talked about that last week. I know it was really like dense stuff, but really good. Um, and then, you know, we're going to be talking about how to apply the Bible, all that, all that into your life. It's a great foundational course. 
Uh, so next or tomorrow, not next week, tomorrow, Friday, uh, February 17th is our part two of four of the Bible 101 series. And it's going to have Mandy Woodhouse and we haven't had her on in a while. So I'm looking forward to chit-chatting with her. It's going to be a great, great episode. You don't want to miss that. Uh, so that's going to be tomorrow. Also, I just found out that we have a, uh, a young guy named Eli, he's eight years old and he's watching this show and he's really, really, really just jamming with it. So I just want to say hi, Eli. He is also a stop motion animator and I do stop motion as well on the side. So I was very excited to find out about that. Um, so hi, Eli. Stoked you're watching the show. Stoked you like the show. I hope you like today's show as well because I am definitely going to. So um, my guest today, everybody, uh, you know, if you watch Elijah streams, you know, this lady, she's fantastic. I've been a long time admirer of hers and I actually wanted to have her on the show for quite a while, but it's interesting when you do a show like this, we just hear a yes, a no, or a wait. And I heard a wait and it wasn't, it was just that I felt like there were certain types of people that were going to begin watching this show. And they needed to hear what she had to say at the right time. And you just, I, I've learned you just don't ask why you just go, you're just obedient to me. You're like, okay, I'll wait. And so I was very stoked when God said, he gave me the green light and he said, bring Kim on and let her loose. So uh, I'm very excited to introduce you guys to my guest today. She's had uh, uh, an insane amount of heaven encounters. Yes, heaven encounters. No, she did not die. She has been up to heaven several times, and I know that's going to boggle some people's minds, um, but I have a couple of stories myself of encounters like that, which is really cool. Um, but she's also the author of Heaven is Real and Fun. Let's give it up for my guest today, Kim Robinson. Hey! Hey! Welcome to Elijah Fire. The, it's your first time on the show. Welcome. Thank you. I'm glad I was invited. Yeah. I guess this the time. This is the time. The time this is, is the now. Time. Kim. <laughs> now. All right. So obviously, I mean, you can uh, tell people a little bit about yourself. Um, you live in Arkansas. I do live in Arkansas. I live in Northwest Arkansas. That's where the Southern twang comes from. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the this broadcast, you're going to love it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's if you don't already, you if will. If you don't all love, yeah. 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 So you're also your husband is a like a really good cook, apparently. He is a he's a very good cook. He's always cooking something. And so he has created a cookbook. I got to help him do that. Um, being a photographer for 30 years, I got to take pictures of all of his food. I got to sample the food. I got to oh, criticize man. the food. <laughs> and then I help him design the cookbook. And uh, so he's he's actually in the kitchen right now cooking something. Oh man. Yeah. When last time you were on Elijah Streams. He had made like smoked cheese, and so your your little office studio area smelled like smoke smoked cheddar or something like that. Yeah, yeah he he yeah. walked in because he was checking on me, make sure everything was working, and he had a big armload of smoked cheddar oh, cheese. Man. And so for a couple of days, every time I'd come in, I'm like, oh. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is my favorite. He just makes it for me because it's I love so, it so good. Much. Smoked cheese yeah, is the best. Yeah. yeah, so good. I always uh, joke, you know, my wife and I we did a Valentine's Day special. We were talking about the five love languages, you know, physical touch, gift giving, acts of service, all that. And we always joke and say there's a sixth love language and that's food. And so <laughs> my wife and I both have that love language for sure. And we just love food. So yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. That's the way to, yeah. He yeah, loves, but, he loves to cook and I let him. 
Yeah. Hey, that's <laughs> so, a that's a pretty good deal. He, yeah, he cooks yeah. and I clean, so that works and, out real well. And if anybody's curious, and we'll talk about this at the end too, but you know, you mentioned that he has a cookbook and you took mm -hmm. the pictures. People is that on your heavenisfun.com website? It is. It's yeah. on if you go to heaven heavenisfun.com, you can get his cookbook and he actually autographs it. And oh, I've, man. I've got all mine on there also that you can pick up. Awesome. So, yeah. yeah. So we'll talk about that a little bit more at the end. But also I mentioned that you've had a series of heaven encounters. Obviously, we're going to be talking about something very specific on today's show. But that's kind of like a for some people like, wait, what? Like, heaven <laughs> encounters, you know, and so why don't you talk just really quick about that? Like how long and when did it start and all that? So uh, in 1988 is when it started. I was Baptist. And I had no, I had no idea, had had no teachings about yeah. heaven or about the Holy Spirit or anything. And I was just sitting in my utility room, uh, in front of the wash and dryer, and I was just worshiping Jesus. When I heard him say, "Come up here, I have things to show you," mm -hmm. and the short version is, is just by faith, I had my eyes closed and just by faith, I reached up and I took a hold of this hand that was reaching down to me, mm -hmm. and he, it was like. And he takes me up and I'm instantly staying in heaven and Jesus is standing in front of me. And he comes up and gives me a hug. And the short version is he started showing me different places in heaven. One of the mm. places he showed me was my mansion. Wow. Which is incredible. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> it better and, be. It's in <laughs> but it's not done yet. So that's good. He was still yeah, working on it. Right. Yeah. That's a good sign. That's, that's a, a good, good sign. sign. Yeah. I've talked to other people who've seen their mansions as well. Um, you know, I've given God requests. <laughs> hey, I would really love to have this thing. And he probably chuckles and is like, I actually have something better than that, that you're going to love even more than this thing that you're requesting. But I'm sure he's good and will implement in some of those things if he's, you know. Yeah, Jesus is really mm. nice and he loves to have fun. Mm. And I didn't know that about him. And so a lot of the things that he shows me are fun things. And, mm. you know, some people are shocked that heaven is fun. And so like you're, you know, you're the eight year old, he's going to love the fact that there's snow in heaven and you can go snow skiing in wow. heaven and you won't fall and shatter your shoulder. <laughs> That's <for> you, Michael. <laughs> you can jump off the cliffs with your snow skis. And if you fall, you just roll and get up. You don't oh, break your bone. So you don't get hurt. You can't die. That sounds great. You know? Yeah. So you it's can a do bit all like being, you know, like when you're a kid, like they always joke and say kids are made of rubber, you know, like it just seems like kids can like fall from certain things that a full grown adult couldn't and they just get up and recover. Uh, but you know, obviously it's like that, but even more so, cause there's absolutely no pain, but there's no pain, there's no yeah. pain and there's no fear. So you can do all the things that you weren't supposed to do here, oh, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you can, you know, like, um, well, I love water. So Jesus always takes me to not always, but a lot of times he takes me to water things. And so we jump off of, you know, waterfalls. You can high dive off waterfalls and you don't even have to know how to swim Wow! because in heaven, the water, you can breathe under the water so you can swim under the water wow. and you can, you can talk to the fish, the fish talk to you. You can ride the whales. You can, you know, they, they, you can't drown. So you don't ever have to be afraid of, of drowning in heaven. Well, and what's interesting, um, Kim, cause you know, like when I, uh, you know, I never doubted heaven's existence, you know, I mean, I, uh, like in the different denominations I've been a part of uh, growing up. But um, 
you know, there's when you hear somebody say, oh, I've been to heaven, you're like, okay, you know, like, okay, okay. you know, <laughs> sure. but what's been interesting has been hearing just in my own private conversations with people unrelated to you, people that are not associated with you saying the exact same, they saw the exact same things. Like they had an encounter, they actually were in heaven. And uh, this is something that God does, you know? Um, and, uh, and like, for instance, I'll use an example. I was talking to a good friend of mine and he saw a, a glimpse of his mansion and he had a giant aquarium that was like the entire length of one of the walls. And he said that the fish could swim outside of the water and inside the water. And they would, they were talking to him. They were talking. Exactly like what you said. Yeah. Completely unrelated. He hasn't seen this episode. You know? And it was just like, so it's, I've, I've heard a series of things where it was like over the years, I'd start to hear those, you know, you kind of compare notes, you know, and you're like, okay, yeah, that's similar. That's similar. And I'm like, I think these people are telling the truth. And then I had an experience that was undeniable. Like I remember it. Like I was he like here, like my mic is here. My lights are here. My, you're right there on the screen. Like is as real as that. And I was like, whoa, like, and it was just a, an experience that, that completely changed me, you know? So, I mean, this is a real thing. And, you know, there's a lot of people that ask like, okay, well, why, why would this happen? Like, why would, why would God, we're going to die and go there. Um, I'm sure you've gotten that question before. Like, what's so important about you going up to heaven? What, what have you said to people when they say that? Well, I asked Jesus, you know, why are, why are you showing me these things? Yeah. Because I'm not a pastor's wife. I'm not a, you know, the mayor's wife. I'm not anyone. I'm a you mother. Kim. Kim I'm Kim yeah. <laughs> in the South. Yeah. <laughs> At the time I lived in a log house for real out, you know, with my, yeah. with my girls. And, uh -huh. and he said, because people think that all you do when you go to heaven is that you worship. He said, there's other things that you get to do. He said, I have planned for heaven for individuals so they will want to be here with me hmm. he said i have planned what you love i have planned for you in heaven because hmm. i want you to want to be here he said yeah. it's like he said it's like having invite having a birthday party for someone and you have their favorite food you have their favorite people coming you have their favorite colors you have everything that they would love and then you go tell them about the birthday party and they go eh, <laughs> i don't really want to go it's just a bunch of old people yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. oh yeah i don't want to yeah. do that and he said and that's the way people feel about heaven is they're like well i really don't want to go are you going to be doing a sitting around singing kumbaya for mm -hmm. eternity you know and he said yeah. that's not it so i'm so he said, I am showing you the fun things in heaven. So people will want to be with me. Yeah. They will want to be here. That's and so, so he's, you know, that's why he's kind of opened it up to let people know that it is a real place and it's fun and Jesus is nice and you love it. You get to ride motorcycles, you get to ride horses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's incredible. Well, and I think too, there's like I I, I think um the whole notion of like there's this lie that I mean, God created fun. Like he created joy. He created like love. I mean, he's love himself, you know, all those things and laughter. And there's this disconnect we have where it's like, no fun is here on earth. And then heaven where the <laughs> creator of all of these things we experience on earth and earth, you know, obviously has, you know, there's the, the fall of man and all of that. So we have a lot of icky stuff here um, that, heaven that's completely removed of all that icky stuff is less fun like come on like 
so I, I've always been so encouraged to hear, you know, your testimonies of your experiences and other people's as well. It's just like, yeah, like that was something that I realized was a big lie within myself. And I know a lot of people are that way too, where we're like, yeah, but like, oh, like I mean, it's like fun here, but not in heaven. And I'm like, why would that be? Like, that's not, that's ridiculous. So. Yeah. So the, the things that you love here on the earth, they're here because they were first in heaven. Yeah. Come on. You know, like even something as simple as bubble wrap. <laughs> <laughs> it was that was mind blowing for me is when Jesus took me into a room in heaven that is the walls are bubble wrap the floor is bubble wrap everything is bubble wrap and you can run across the bubble wrap and pop them until your heart's content you can you can roll up the sides of the walls because there's no gravity I mean mm. you don't just float around but you can roll up the side of the walls and pop the pop the bubble wrap. And I'm like, why would you, why? And he says, don't you love bubble wrap on the earth? And I'm like, everybody does. And yeah, he said, that's, yeah. He said, that's why I put bubble wrap on the earth hmm. because it was first here. And I gave someone on the earth, the idea and the ability to create it. Yeah. And that's why you have bubble wrap is because there's bubble wrap in heaven. Yeah. Well, okay. So to that, <laughs> to the credit of what you just said or what God said to you, um, uh, there was an idea I had and I was like, oh man, it'd be, I was thinking of something and I was like, it'd be so cool if like there were these flowers and they had this slight, like if you listened, you would hear them actually singing, like they actually sang. And then I found out from multiple people that that's actually true. Like that's that in heaven, right? I, it is true. I had they, no, no idea. Wow. You know, so, yeah. They yeah. do. The flowers in heaven actually talk to you. Yeah. I mean, they, they sing and they, they, they put off a fragrance and you can, you can see it, you know, wow. you can, you can see the fragrance, you can see it, you can hear it. Yeah. It's so like praise. Cool. You can hear it. It's incredible. It's Love absolutely it. incredible. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk, you know, I'm sure there'll be other times we'll talk more about this because I'm sure there's going to be people that are gonna have a lot of questions and just curiosity about it. Uh, but there's actually a very specific message that you have to bring today. And we kind of titled the show, would God still love me if dot, dot, dot. Um, and so it's going to be kind of encompassing that kind of writing on the coattails of some other things that happened when you were last on Elijah's stream. So I kind of want to give you the floor, Kim, and just share what God has put in your heart to share. Okay. So um, whenever you invited me to come on, I, I was asking the father, you know, what do you want to talk about? And so this, because the like you said, the last time I was on Elijah's streams, I started getting a lot of emails mm -hmm. and people said that they felt spirits leave and they felt delivered and they felt free for the first time in their lives. And they started asking me questions and I would and the father that was on his heart. So I was kind of rolling around, you know, what to do, you know, or how to go about it. And I was eating a dove dove chocolate because mm -hmm. the head the chocolate in heaven is absolutely incredible oh i bet <laughs> and the best the best thing that i can find in northwest arkansas is dove chocolate <laughs> so mm. i was eating a dove chocolate and i opened my paper and the paper said when life isn't right go left mm. and i and you know and the lord was saying that a lot of people they make a lot of decisions because out of pain out of hurt, out of pain, and they go left. They go way left. And, uh, 
you know, someone has asked me, they, they asked me, would God still love me even if I had an operation and altered my body? Hmm. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Or if I've been taking hormone replacement. Yeah. Would he still love me? You know, and the Lord was saying that there's Christians that have made decisions that have altered their bodies. They have made decisions. Christians have made decisions out of pain or out of, you know, things that they were exposed to. And the father woke me up about three, three fifty (laughs) a.m. And that was really early. Yeah. (laughs) And he, he, he's, was telling me this and it's to encourage people. And it's also, it's to encourage like the parents and also the grandparents on kind of this whole topic and what the father, I mean, it was just very plain and what the father was saying to, and it's to the someone because he, he wasn't saying it to me. He was saying it through me to you. And he was saying you, he says, you are my child. And you have been hurting yourself. The father said, I had you arrested. I had you stopped. Mm. So you would stop hurting my child. Mm. The one that I love. I had you arrested. Mm. And, And just out of so much love, the father was saying, I love you. And I'm okay with you hating me. I'm big enough. And he says, even when you were doing wrong, my love was chasing you down and seeking you out. He said, I will never stop loving you. I had you arrested so you would stop hurting the one that I love. Mm -hmm. Even when you hate me, I am still loving you. Mm -hmm. And so I want that to be an encouragement to, to people, you know, that, God loves you enough that he had you stopped. So you would stop hurting yourself and to the, to the parents and to the grandparents, God is still chasing them. God is still chasing your child. And then he brought me to Psalms 139 says, how precious, how valuable are your thoughts to me, God? How great is the sum of them? If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I am awake, I'm still with you. And he reminded me, because it says that when I'm awake, I'm still with you. He, mm-hmm. So he reminded me that when I was a teenager, uh, I wasn't legal. I wasn't 21, <laughs> but I was going into bars down, mm-hmm. downtown. And um, on Tuesday night, it was ladies night. And all the drinks were half price. <laughs> I didn't look like I was 18 or they didn't care. You know, they just, they <laughs> let us in and we, the place was packed, you know? So every Tuesday night we would go down there and we would drink as much as we could drink <laughs> because it was half price. Yeah. Right? Yep. And so one of the, one of the nights, whenever I left, I was driving home and I was not doing good. Not doing good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I was very drunk. I was very intoxicated yeah. and I was driving and, you know, I was like, Oh no, are you serious? Oh yes. <laughs> and I was, I was driving and I was so intoxicated that I did not know 
that I was no longer on the highway. Oh, I was wow. now driving on a road that they had just plowed because they were going to put in a highway. So it was a dirt road and it came to a stop and it had a big wooden fence at the end of the road. You know, it didn't say end of the road. It didn't say stop or it was just a big wooden fence. And it was a very rough dirt road. But I was so inebriated. I was so out of myself that I did not know that I was on the wrong road, that I was mm. on this dirt road. And I was driving and I was, you know, and then all of a sudden, I, the father who loved me, who was chasing me, even though I was drunk, I was absolutely drunk driving. He was still chasing me. He was still in love with me. And I heard him say, where are you? And I, I never thought about the fact that I am driving on a dirt road. I should be on the pavement. And when he said that, it kind of like woke me up. It, kinda, it sobered me up for a second. And I was like, wait a minute. Where at? Why is this road so rough? <laughs> you know, and it was like it kind of woke me up. So and that's where, you know, where he stopped me. He seized me. He stopped me. He arrested me mm -hmm. right then. Yeah. I, and he said, like, where are you? And then I realized I where am I? And I saw this big sign in front of me. I if I would have gone just a little bit farther, I would have gone off the road down, down a big ravine, you know, and I probably wouldn't be here today. Right. You know, so he stopped me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That <laughs> He was chasing me, even though I didn't, you know, I was not chasing him. <laughs> and I, you know, I didn't, I wasn't, you know, oh God, help me get, you know, but his love for me was still chasing me. And when I realized that I was on the wrong road, I turned around, I got back onto the, the high road <laughs> Drove home and I remember just about every Wednesday morning. So that was Tuesday night. Every Wednesday morning, just like this scripture says, when I awake, I am still with you. On Wednesday morning, God still loved me. Hmm. He wasn't condemning me. He wasn't angry with me. His love for me. He was still loving me. And so, you know, we do things and we make decisions and we wonder, will God still love me? Yeah. And I received I received this this email uh, this week, maybe last week. This is, will God still love me even if I have HIV? Mm. You know, will God still love me because I have altered my body because I've been taking hormone replacements? And the answer is yes. Yeah, absolutely. He loves you, even though you don't love him. You don't even know who he is. I did not know who God was. I still talked to him, even though when I was drinking, God helped me get home and not get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> help me get into this bar. Yeah. You know, that was my prayers. Yeah. <laughs> help me to get in and not get carded. Mm -hmm. You know, and but his, you know, and so my what was rolling around kind of in me is that people have had gender confusion. They've yeah. had their bodies altered. Mm -hmm. They've been taking hormone replacement. You know, and they have cut off their body parts. Yeah. They have been doing things and they're wondering, does God still love me, mm. even though I have done this? You know, and what he was saying to me is not only do I love you, I want to help you to get out of that lifestyle. You know, and sometimes we make decisions and it wasn't, you know, as a child. Maybe you were exposed to sexual perversion. Yeah. You know, as a child, you were molested. As a child, your parents exposed you 
to pornography. Your dad's Playboy book. I don't think they have Playboy books anymore. It's all on the internet. You know, but Big Brother's watching and you walk in and you see what he's watching. No, you're exposed. And when that door from your parents, maybe from the babysitter, maybe from the teacher, as a child, you were exposed to sexual and it's perverted demons is what it is. It is a perverted spirit that when those doors are open, that perverted spirit has access to you. And people don't know that. Hmm. I have found out there are a lot of people that they don't know that that a door has been opened in their life. And that's why they have been struggling with pornography. Hmm. That's why they have been struggling with uh, all the perversion is because someone in their, maybe their parents, their grandparents, their teacher, the big brother, the baby, they opened the door and this demonic spirit attached itself to them and has been harassing them. Mm. They've been having harassing dreams at night, perverted dreams at night. And that is demonic and they don't know how to get rid of it. And so it was the father's heart to help people to get free from that, to close those doors and to let them know that he loves you. He has always loved you and he will never stop loving you. And so that was, I mean, because he is a good, good father, mm. you know, and um, the Holy Spirit was saying that, you know, just like when I was out at the bars, the Holy Spirit was pulling on me. Yeah. You know, I didn't have anyone preaching to me. I hadn't, I didn't have anyone. I had, I didn't have not one time did anyone in the bar come up to me and say, do you know, Jesus loves you? <laughs> you Usually know, not why people are at bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not once, not yeah. once did I break out in tongues in the bar either, <laughs> you know? So if you're praying. So was this when you were when like, cause you're saying you grew up Baptist. So were you like kind of a nominal Christian at the time of just going to Baptist or was this before that? So I was, my mom would uh, drop us off at the church and then she'd go grocery shopping and then she'd come back and pick us up. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, free babysitter. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so we were raised in church. I was raised at going to uh, summer camp, which is great. My, my, you know, my parents got a week off. They sent us to summer camp. Yes, please go. You can go. Yeah. And, you know, we loved it because we got to chase the boys around mm-hmm. and, you know, and play in, play in the water and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I had, I knew about God, but I didn't, I didn't have a relationship with him. I had mm-hmm. never made him the Lord of my life yeah. until I was, I think I was 26 at a Franklin Graham crusade. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Franklin Graham live. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when I made him the Lord of my life. Awesome. And that is different than just mouthing the words. Yeah. You know, I mouth the words all the time at church, but that of course. You know, and that but there it was it was different when you pray and you ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life. He comes into your spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, and so Christians, you can't have demons in your spirit. You can be harassed but you can't have demons in your spirit. You have Jesus in you. You have the Holy spirit in you, but you can't have demons, but you can, they can sure harass you, you know? And one of the things that the Lord talking about words of knowledge that the Lord was showing me that there is, um, there is a person that is actually in ministry and he, I, I saw them and they were, they're in ministry and they, they know God. They're, they're, they're strong in the relationship with God, 
but their flesh is drawing them to someone else. Mm -hmm. And I saw that that's because of their flesh. And I saw them that they are falling and they are being drawn away because they, they love the way this person smells. Your, your, your flesh can draw you just because, you know, hey, they smell good. Mm. They look good. And I felt their heart that they just, they wanted to be loved. And so I saw them being pulled away to this, to this person. And the Holy Spirit was saying that they are being pulled away and they're not going to know they're they're losing their direction. They're losing their direction as they, as you allow your flesh, because a Christian can allow their flesh to be pulled away from mm -hmm. God. You know, it's just like me right now, you know, all of us, we all can be yielded to our flesh or you yep. can yield to your spirit because you mm -hmm. have a flesh and you have a spirit. And so you want to stay connected to your spirit. Don't listen to your flesh. But the, the Lord was saying for this person that was watching this, that he is the fragrance. Hmm. Let him be your fragrance. He will fill you with love and he will draw even that person that is being pulled away. He will put you back on the right path. Yeah. He will fill you with his love. And I kept seeing these numbers. So I don't know if this means something to somebody. It um, means something to whoever it means. Whoever it means to, something yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> but it was uh, five seven seven five. It's five seven seven five. And I have no idea. I'm like, is this a phone number? You know, what is this? Are street you address? Maybe, street, or, I don't know. You know. But that that number and that that person that is that was being drawn away because of their flesh. Those numbers came came with it. So I'm not sure what that what that means. So you can email me. Let me know. Don't put it in the chat. <laughs> you yeah. may not want to do that. No. But anyway, so uh, so he was he was going on and he was sharing with me that uh, as the Holy Spirit is pulling. I mean, you know, even that Christian, the Holy Spirit is still pulling you back. He's pulling you back. And second Timothy one seven says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, right. but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So if your mind is confused about what gender you are, if you're afraid, that's not coming from God. That spirit of fear does not come from God. That is mm. a spirit that has come to attach itself to you. Confusion does not come from God. God did not give you confusion. He has given you a sound mind. Power, love, and a sound mind. That is what comes from God, not spirits. And so he said there's someone, uh, you know, you have maybe this sexual perversion has just been in your life. You know, is it like my mom and dad were, you know, perverted? My mom had all these boyfriends that always came in. The door was all, the boyfriends were always in my room. You know, my dad was very, you know, how he is and my grandparents and just the sexual perversion is just kind of like always been in your life. And, but the fact that you're watching this, he said, you are the one that you are ready to stand up and say no more. Mm -hmm. This sexual perversion stops yeah. now. And he wants to help you and to show you how to close those doors because you're watching this for a reason. You're the one that's going to close these doors 
And because he wants you to know that he wants you, that he loves you. He has never abandoned you. People feel like an orphan. They feel like that God has left them, that he doesn't have time for them, that uh, he won't listen to them when they when they talk. You know, mom wasn't there to to tell her you know, to tell her, you know, what dad is doing when she leaves, you know, some people are feeling like an orphan and that is an orphan spirit. Hmm. And, and so he wants to break that off of you. And so it's super fun. It's super easy. I love it. I love to see people free because God loves you and he wants you free and it's super easy. Hmm. So, I'll, um, but the question, you know, and I was talking to someone and they are like, I'm, you know, I was like, do you want to be free? He wants you free, but do you want to be free? Mm-hmm. You know, God wants you happy. Do you want to be happy? Not everybody, you'd be surprised. Not everyone wants to be happy. They want to grovel in the past. They want to grovel in the hatred that they were raised in and the abuse, they want that and they won't accept it. And so that's, it's an easy question. Do you want to be free? And so, and then he gave me Colossians 1.13, for he has rescued us and has drawn us to himself from the dominion of darkness. It's God doing it. It's super easy. God is all powerful. He has all authority. You know, like I said before, God doesn't have demons attached to him. Right. <laughs> you know, so right. God doesn't have demons. Yeah. You know, he's, he's not being harassed by demons. They're under his feet and they're under your feet. And it's really easy. Jesus paid the price for your sins. Mm. You know, people have asked, can, can I really be free? Yes, Jesus paid the price for your sins. Mm. And he, mm. his blood takes away your sins. Yeah. It's by the blood of Jesus that he removes your sins from you. You know, so you can, if you mess up, you can say, thank you, Jesus, that you paid the price for me. Thank you, Jesus, that you have taken away these sins. My flesh is drawing me over to to Johnny. (laughs) But so I thank you that you give me strength. Mm -hmm. I thank you, Jesus, it's by your blood that I don't have to obey this flesh. I can obey the spirit and I can walk in the spirit and not in the flesh and just keep receiving. Remind yourself what the blood has done. The blood of Jesus has set you free and you don't have to live this way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then really well, and really quick, Kim, I just want to say to, to if there's anybody who is in that boat that you're you're you don't want to be happy you want to sit there and you want to hold this thing against somebody because what happened to you you felt powerless to so if you can hold on to this grudge or if you can hold on to this this bitterness and this anger that's your way of getting back at them but the thing about that is revenge begets revenge so the, any kind of because that is a uh, that is a type of revenge where it's like I'm not going to forgive them because they they don't deserve forgiveness and if I hold this against them then that's that's me showing them the only person who's held prisoner in that is you and I know that's a bitter pill to swallow but it's true I've been there with like no if if they would just apologize if they would just do this thing then I could move on but I found that I was actually the person that was held in captivity. I was the person that was held with bitterness in my heart and that person had moved on or they're hurting too. And they're continuing to hurt people. And 
What you need to do is focus on yourself and surrender that because the amount of joy and peace that you will receive in letting that go and giving that to the Lord in exchange for what he gives you in return, it, you can't even comprehend it right now. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And I would say choose forgiveness. Choose to, to lay that down in exchange for what Jesus wants to give you because it's amazing. The amount of peace and joy and clarity some of you have not had mental clarity for a long time, and that's what God wants to give you. So this is a very exciting, a very exciting time, a very exciting episode, because if you surrender that to God, you will become free and you will receive that peace that you've been looking for. So continue, Kim. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, because you don't you don't understand how free, how happy you are and the heaviness that is lifted off of you when you forgive them. You know, um, there's there's people that I, I do sozo with, which is healing of the heart. Yeah, it's a and Hebrew word, I believe. It, mm -hmm. Yeah, and he he wants to make you whole. And there are people that you know your parents may have passed away, or you you know you you no longer have any contact with them, and so they won't physically ever say to you, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry for what I have done to you," but that doesn't mean that you can't forgive them. Yeah. You still forgive them out of your heart and you and if just, you know, Jesus, I choose right now to forgive my parents hmm. for the hurt. I choose to forgive them for all the hurt, for all the bitterness. And you and I receive your joy. It's it's your choice to forgive. And what the, what happens is you'll feel that freedom. And you'll feel that heaviness to come off. You know, in Hebrews 10, 22 says, let us approach God with a true and sincere heart and unqualified assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. You know, the evil conscience, you know, when you, the devil will try to come back at you and say, how can you talk to God? Look, you know, uh -huh. look, you know what you used to do? <laughs> you know, you know you that's are. an evil. You know who you are? Yeah. Right. Well, that's the evil conscience say no god has washed me god has washed me clean i am pure by the blood of jesus mm -hmm. he has washed me pure and he has created heaven for you because he wants you with him he wants you happy and he he will restore even if you have altered your body he will restore your missing body parts god is a god of miracles Maybe by choice you have cut off body parts, maybe, you know, from accidents or something has happened and you've lost body parts. God is in the miracle business and he will restore your body and make you brand new. The body parts, I've seen the body parts storehouse in heaven and there are body parts in heaven. It's not there's legs in heaven, there's spines in heaven, there's eyeballs in heaven, there's lungs in heaven, there's body parts in heaven. And that's for us on the earth. That's not for us when we get to heaven. That's for us now. And so he has them there for you. But first off, let's close these doors. Yeah. To the perversion. Let's close the doors and and release 
re, I say renounce the same the same word as I I release or I renounce these spirits. And so if you have been involved in any kind of sexual perversion, if you've had and it maybe wasn't even your fault, you know, so maybe you were just a target, you know, and for some reason you're you just you're drawn to this sexual perverted lifestyle. And so let's close that door yeah. and renounce these demonic spirits. Okay. So everyone that, that wants to, I want you to close your eyes and I'm going to, and just pray this with me. Okay. You guys ready? Everybody's ready. Okay. So <laughs> I want you to, <laughs> I want you to say, put your hand on your heart and say, I renounce every sexual perverted demon off of me now hmm. i break partnership with every perverted spirit off of me now i renounce sexual perversion i renounce every demonic activity i renounce all addictions i declare the blood of jesus over my parents. I choose to forgive my parents. I choose to forgive my grandparents. I choose to forgive the teachers. I choose to forgive my family members, the next door neighbor, the person across the street that introduced me to pornography, to this sexual perverted lifestyle. I choose to forgive them now and I release them. I release all sexual perversion off of me now. I command you off of me, off of my dreams at night. I declare the blood of Jesus over my parents, over my grandparents to purify my generational line. Now, this sexual perversion will not be passed down to my children or to my grandchildren. In the name of Jesus, I declare the blood of Jesus will purify my bloodline. I break all perversion off of me now. Mm -hmm. I thank you, Father. I receive. I want you to say, I receive Jesus Christ. I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and the Savior of my life. I receive his blood. I receive his Holy Spirit to fill me now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, for setting me free. And I receive the body parts. I thank you, Father God. I receive a brand new body. I receive the miracles that I need. I receive the lungs, the legs, the eyes, the teeth. I receive any body parts that I by choice had removed. I received them back. I receive in the name of Jesus miracles from you, daddy God. You are a miracle worker. Nothing is too hard for you. You have all power and you have all authority. So I receive from you, from the love of my father, I receive a brand new life in Jesus name. Mm -hmm. I thank you, father, for making me, for setting me free. I thank you, Lord, for setting me free now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. I guess you have to say amen or it doesn't work, right? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, it, it's it's a nice period on the it's whole a nice thing. Period, right? So amen. be it. Amen. So, so be it. Be it. Yeah. You know, because uh, 
You know, you don't want to miss heaven. Heaven is really fun. You don't want to miss heaven. You know, I used to, like I said at the beginning, I used to go to the bars and dance at the bars. Just a bunch of girls. We'd just all get together and drunk, get drunk and dance, you know, because girls can do that. <laughs> right? We can do that. Uh, don't want to get in trouble there. But <laughs> I guess guys can too if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so in heaven, I just want to share with you and, and uh, Zachariah. Zephaniah and Zephaniah 317 says he will dance. Jesus dances and shouts of joy for you. Jesus dances. People are surprised that Jesus dances. He loves to dance. There's dancing in heaven. There's joy in heaven. There's line dancing in heaven and you are free. There's no heaviness. There's no condemnation. There's no bitterness that weighs you down. You are just free to dance and to worship. You can dance in the throne room. There's all kinds of, of, of dancing. There's heaven is so much fun. You don't want to miss it, you know? And so when, as you have received Jesus as the Lord of your life, know that you, that you get to go to heaven and that you get to dance with Jesus in heaven and with others. And there's one of the rooms that I saw in heaven is the banquet room talking about dancing. Mm. So there is a banquet room in heaven and there is a table that is filled with food as far as you can see. It's like a big, long, like a big buffet. Sweet. <laughs> Love it. And, and there's people right now. I see them all the time. If I close my eyes, I can see them in the spirit. I can see them in heaven and they are bringing armloads of food to this huge banquet room and it's fresh and it's steaming and there, there's no time in heaven. So it's not like, you know, if, if we don't go to heaven for another hundred years, it's not going to be like the, the chicken nuggets that you find down mm -hmm. in your cushions. <laughs> like, Oh, they yeah. spent there a long time. <laughs> you know? yeah. It's all, it's fresh. It's, it's wonderful. Heavenly preservatives. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. And like I said earlier, the chocolate is amazing. You can eat. The water is incredible. The food is incredible. And it's just, it's just, what's your favorite food, Jeff? What do you want to eat in heaven? Uh, everything. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly just love, like, well, we had a conversation about that. Like, if you could pick one cuisine for the rest of your life, what would it be? And mine was a toss up between Thai food and Japanese uh, food. Because I uh, love, like, I just love, yeah. So, both of those, but I honestly love Italian food. I love Mexican food. I love American food. Love barbecue. Love barbecue. Cornbread. God mm. bless cornbread. <laughs> That's what I say. I love yeah. bread pudding. Oh man. Oh, yeah. bread pudding. Yeah, maybe I so, belong in the South. I don't know. But I may come on down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there, you know, and it's talking about I, I was thinking about ice cream. So one of the one of the events, one of the encounters that I had in heaven is with Daddy God. And we were holding hands. We we're walking on the beach and we were eating ice cream. Mm. And I had I had I had an ice cream cone. And so I asked him, what kind are you eating? And he said, vanilla. And I'm like, what? Lame. <laughs> <laughs> vanilla. And, he's, and he laughs. God, God of the universe. This wasn't Jesus. This was God. 
he throws his head back and laughs. He says, I like vanilla. And I'm like, all right, I guess you need vanilla. If that's yeah. what you like. <laughs> you know? yeah, he's like, but also try it. It's amazing. It's, it's try it's amazing. It's incredible. It's out of this world, right? Yeah. Yeah. But um, so one of the things, so people ask me, well, how do you hear? How do you experience these encounters in heaven? And one of the things that that he has taught me is that you have to slow down. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, <laughs> a one for a lot of us. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. And you know, because the world is just the opposite. You know, the world has you know the triple mocha, the triple shot lattes with the chocolate, and all the triple shots of everything, and you know the energy drinks and more coffee, more caffeine, more energy, and what it does is it speeds your heart rate up. It speeds your brain up. It speeds your body up. And so it's a, it's a little bit tougher for those that are wanting to get quiet and to hear, you know, I used to ride a motorcycle, you know, and you're all, all sensors are, are charged, you know, when you're riding mm -hmm. a motorcycle and I could hear him so clearly when I was riding my motorcycle and I would just kind of like zone out because it, I would just, he would take me in the spirit while I was riding my motor. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I have to stay focused. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't do that when I'm riding, yeah. you know, so it's not impossible, but it's harder, you know, yeah. because you, so I highly recommend if you're wanting to spend some quiet time with the father, cut back on your caffeine, cut back on your sugar and allow your body to slow down, allow your brain to slow down, allow yourself to slow down and to focus. Yeah, that's um, that was something else that Ivana Tia, who we've had on Elijah Fire and she's on Elijah Streams as well. She said, and it was, she was like, I, what I do, cause she's had a lot of heavenly encounters as well. She's like, I pray in tongues slowly. I don't like try and mm. like work it up. I just am like, I calm myself down and I just speak slowly. And she's like, that's kind of what happens with her. And what's interesting is I started kind of applying that. Um, and look, I never, you know, obviously, Kim, you've had a lot of these encounters. I'm never pursuing God. So people have asked me before because I've had a couple of cool encounters myself and I've shared them on the show. People are like, whoa, how do I get encounters like that? I'm like, I'm never like, God, okay, now it's time for you to take me to heaven. Okay, God, <laughs> now it's time for you to do this. Like, I just want to be with him. And so right. being in that place, it's such good advice to slow down and just like, you know, and uh, there's been sometimes we're like, I know this is crazy, but like, cause I love reading my Bible, you know? Um, and there's been times where God's like, no, I, I, I want, I, Hey, let's go do this. And I'm like, and for, you know, when that first started happening, the legalistic, legalistic side of me was like, no, I'm, I, God, I'm supposed to read my Bible, like you know. Don't you like, know that? No, you know. Um, but now it's just like it's a lot more fluid. Where it's like I always, you know, default I open up the Word, but sometimes God's like, "Hey, like I just mm. want to, can we just sit here?" And I'm like, uh, you know. But I remember when I started kind of putting this into practice of just like slowing down, you know, and just like pray in tongues slowly. And I've shared it on the show before. But I'll share it again because there's new people. And and I because I I remember it was two years ago in December. I had a I had a heavenly encounter for the first time. And, mm -hmm. and it was pretty wild. It was like I was I remember I was at my mother-in-law's. Um and she's probably watching. Hi, Susan. Um, 
and uh, she's coming tomorrow, uh, staying for the weekend. So, um, <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I, whenever we go, it was around Christmas, and I'm usually at that point I'm on vacation, so I'm like already chill. Um, and so I remember I went to go lay down for a midday nap, which is one of my favorite things to do. And so um, I, I laid down, and I wasn't asleep. I laid down, and my head hit the pillow, and all of a sudden, boom! I was like, it was like. The second my head hit the pillow, I was in this gigantic hall, like huge. Mm -hmm. I don't even know, like huge. And I'm sitting there, I'm like looking around, I'm like, what is going on? And I was like looking around and I was like, I saw this, like this, yeah, I saw like different groups of people walking and it's like this massive hall. So like people are like super small, mm -hmm. far away. And there's just like golden light coming through. Uh, but it was like, cause I love. I think it was telling you backstage at, with Elijah streams. Um, I love like going into like a, a place that's like dimly lit and like ambient, but like not dark, dark, but I just love like mood lighting. And, um, and so it had that and it was like, but it was like still golden and majestic. Mm -hmm. And I was looking around and I saw, I was watching this group. It was this, it was a guy and a girl and they were walking by me. And I was like, they were probably 10 feet away. And I'm just watching her because she was closer to me and they were talking and just you know enjoying each other's company but she had on this i don't know how else to describe it other than a living garment and it was like moving and it was like moving through <laughs> her and all this stuff and it was like this like minty wow. blue and i was wow. watching i was like whoa like i was like her 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 clothes are going like it's like moving on its own and then all of a sudden i looked over and i saw jesus Float, he knows I'm a big Superman fan. So he floated down to me like Superman. <laughs> like, and he was probably a good like 50 feet away from me because he knows I don't, he's found workarounds with this, but I don't, I don't want to fully see him until I come to like, like, like I'm looking at you. I don't want to fully see him uh, until I get to heaven but he still has these fun ways of like, I saw him, but I was like, he was too far away for me to fully make out his features, that kind of a thing. So he floated down to me and I was like, I immediately knew what he was doing. I was like, nice. And then I looked down <laughs> at the floor and then all of a sudden I was like, my face was glued to the floor because of what mm -hmm. I saw. And it was amazing. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden it was like, it was gold, but then it was like different types of gold interwoven as I looked closer and I looked closer again and they were all moving interwoven, like actively moving like, and I was like, Whoa. And then I like, by then my face is like this close to the floor. And then I was like, I realized that it was, there was depth to it. And there was all these little like gold specks. And then I looked closer and the gold specks were dancing and they were shooting all over the place. Wow. And I was like, I, it was like deeper and deeper. And then I looked up and I was like, I looked around and I was like, everything is alive. And then I, and then I was back in the bed and then I was like, and then I immediately knew I was like, I just, I just saw heaven. I was like, what in the world? Because it was this real, like, it wasn't like this imagination thing, like as real as I still remember the texture of the floor and what it felt like. I remember everything, you know? And so um, let that be an encouragement. Like, just and it was just because I was seeking him for the sake of seeking him, you mm -hmm. know. Um, and he wants to reveal himself to us, you know. So he so does. Cool. Yeah, you know, and that's one of the things that he he told me. He said, Don't seek the encounters. Yeah. Seek me. That's good. Just want to be with me, you know, and just be with me. He just wants you with him. And 
talking about the the gold swirls. So in my mansion, when Jesus opened the door, because he's a gentleman, I walked down some some steps into my mansion and I was amazed at the wall of the mansion. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now back to the show. It had big jewels in the wall, like the size it had rubies and diamonds and amethyst and emeralds and just all these jewels made into the wall. And like, if you would have wood grain, like, you know, paneling Uh (laughs) where there would be wood grain, there was gold. Wow. It was gold swirls. That was all through this wall. And I stood just amazed at the wall. I couldn't move. I was amazed at the wall. And I looked over at Jesus because I was shocked and he was laughing and he was so happy that I was amazed at the wall. You know, he made for me, he Mm. made him so happy to know that I was just, I was just shocked at the wall because everything, you know, when you're just shocked at the wall of your mansion, wait till do you see the rest of it? Yeah. But so, <laughs> and so one of the encounters that I had is I was like what you said, I was just seeking Jesus, not seeking an encounter. It's just, you know, and what you said, sometimes you can read the Bible out of the law, you know, yeah. because you're supposed to read the uh-huh. scripture, you know, uh, to yeah. read through, you know, to get um, you know, read through the Bible in a year. You're reading through it kind of as a law. You're not reading mm-hmm. through it as because you want a relationship. So when you pull back and read your scriptures out of a relationship with Jesus, it's like that comes alive. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the words come alive and Mm -hmm. you can actually be on the, on the shore when Jesus is frying the fish, you know, you can smell the fish. You're like, Mm -hmm. Whoa, crazy. But so the scriptures do come alive. But one of these encounters that I had is I was just instantly Jesus and I, and we were inside of a log cabin up in the mountains, way up in the mountains. And I, and it was just Jesus and I, and I noticed that it was the snow outside. It was snowing and it was so deep. It wasn't just deep. It was fluffy. It was like probably four or five feet thick, deep, but it was fluffy snow. So I knew that being fluffy like that, you couldn't, you couldn't, you know, because I, I just wanted Jesus to myself, apparently, mm-hmm. during this time. And I was thinking, there's no way that you could ride. Someone could ride a horse up to the cabin and knock on the door and say, Jesus, you know, there's a little girl that has died. Will you come? You know, a horse couldn't get through this because it was too deep. Yeah. You know, a snowmobile couldn't get through it because it was too soft. A helicopter couldn't land because it was too soft. There wasn't a place to land. And so I knew that I was just it was just Jesus. No one could take him away from me. Yeah. No one could interrupt this time that I had was just Jesus and I. And he designed it like that. He he did it just so I would know that he was just mine. I have undivided attention. And so mm. we were sitting inside of this log house up in the mountains in this snow storm. It was, you know, it was what it was didn't didn't feel like a storm. It just felt like a, a safe place. I was safe. No one could take Jesus from me. You know, there wasn't a hurry. There wasn't a rush. I didn't have to go, okay, well, I've only got Jesus for 10 minutes before, you know, somebody comes and gets him. Mm -hmm. 
I just had him to myself. And we sat inside of this log house that was, it didn't have any lights. It was just a fire. And there was a fire in the fireplace. And it was just a large crackling fire. And Jesus and I sat on this, on the couch that would just mold to your body. It wasn't too, too tall. You know, I'm short. So I have to sit, you know, so the, the, the couch just molds to you. It fits your body. Mm. And Jesus sat right next to me and had his arm around me. We didn't have to talk, you know, and I knew that I didn't have to get up and perform for him. I didn't have to do some kind of worship dance to make him happy. I didn't have to play an instrument. I played trumpet and French horn. I knew I didn't have to play him a song. Mm. I didn't have to sing him a worship song. I didn't have to show him anything. I was just, I didn't have to say anything. We just sat there Mm. with his arm around me just in this log house with nothing but just the lights from the fireplace. And he, he just wants that. And he just, you know, he's just like, you don't have to do anything for me to love you. And that's really hard for some people. Like even you just like sitting there and, and, and just being together. Um, that's really hard for some it's, people. It was, it was hard. It yeah. was hard because my, my upbringing or my teachers that I have to perform for you to love me. Yeah. I have to do something. I have to be in the choir for you to love me. I have to do something. And he's like, you don't have to do anything. Mm. I just want you to be with me. And mm. that's all he wants is he wants you to be with him. Mm. I have a question. I mean, I've been thinking about it all episode, um, you know, because you, when you were talking about people that maybe have taken hormones uh, or are in transition or, um, you know, have done some stuff that they're like, what I've done is unforgivable how could God love me? Um, and then that, those people, but also just the, you know, Joe or Jill Christian, you know, who, you know, maybe you got a stay at home mom or you're a dad and you're, you know, you're, you know, you know, busting your butt at work or whatever, or your eight year old Eli, you know what I mean? And, um, you know how like dads or moms will have like a picture on phone right like a picture on the the screen of their kids or like on their desk or their you know in their wallet or whatever and they're like this is my kid hey check it out <laughs> have you observed anything that god himself god the father does does he do anything like that with us in heaven is there have you seen anything like that so he has told me he said i have your picture on my refrigerator <laughs> <laughs> And he, he does, he has, there's pictures in heaven, you know, and he's, if we do, he does. Yeah. You know, if we have the pictures of our kids on the walls, on the mantles, we have that on the earth because that's what he does in heaven. Hmm. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that, that includes, yes, even the person who, uh, maybe you're, you know, relative or sibling or whatever is watching this right now. And you're overhearing this conversation. Yes. Even you, even you, (laughs) yeah, even you. And you're like, no, definitely not me. Yes, definitely you, especially you. It is so important that you know that you are loved by God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He, he, people just don't, they don't, don't have a clue of how much he loves, how much he loves you. Mm. Just how much he loves you. You know, yeah. and when you spend time with him, he just, you know, and 
each one of these encounters that I have in heaven, when I come back, I'm, I just realize a little bit more love, you know, he loves me a little bit more. It's, he doesn't love me more. It's, I have revelation of yeah. that he loves me. You're the one that realizes I'm more. I'm the one that realizes yeah. the more, you yeah. know, and, um, you know, just the revivals that's going on right now in Kentucky. I love to watch that because these people are realizing in such a simple way. You know, it's not a big revival like, you know, what we had in the 70s where everybody was shake, rattle and rolling, which they probably will. Yeah, but we're just getting started. Yeah, it's just it's just getting started. Yeah. yeah, but it's just so simple. And the college students, they're just realizing how loved they are. At a Baptist how... University. Ah, raised Baptist at a Baptist yeah. University. Yeah, so. yeah. And it's, yeah. it's so freeing when you realize that no matter what you've done, you know, when I was at the bar. Daddy God was still loved me. Mm -hmm. He saved my life when I was driving home and yeah, he didn't he did. have to, you know, he could have said, man, you, yeah, I've told you to stop drinking. You should have known better. I told yeah. you to quit. I mm -hmm. told you to take the other road. I told you to stay home, you know, but out of his love, he protected me. Yeah, he arrested you. me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He stopped. Well, yeah. Well, Kim, I would love for you to pray. I, I, I just really feel like all of us, there's never enough revelation of uh, like, you can never reach a limit on, on revelation of how much God loves you. And I feel mm -hmm. like every single one of us listening needs more revelation of how much God loves them, mm -hmm. you know, cause there's never a limit, you know, like you were saying, like you go and you get more revelation of just a little bit more every time of like how much God loves you. And I think we could all really benefit from that. So right. I would love for you to pray for that. And however Absolutely. else you feel, however else you feel led. Okay. Father, Daddy God, I thank you, Daddy God, that each and every person that is listening to this right now, I ask that you pour out of your love, you pour out of who you are to them. I thank you, Father, that you pour out just a new revelation. Let them see you in a way that they have never seen you. Let them hear you in a way that they have never heard you. I ask, Father God, that you wrap your arms around each one right now. Set them free from smoking. There's someone that's that's saying, I wish I could stop smoking. He is setting you free now from nicotine. He is setting you free from that addiction right now because he loves you. I thank you, Father, for your love. I, I speak to each and every person that has any kind of brain issues, any kind of seizures. Mm -hmm. You have Parkinson's, you have dementia, any kind of brain issues. I just declare complete and total healing over the nerves of the brain now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that you restore the brain. You restore their nerves. I, and nerves, people who who are very anxious all the time. I break off that spirit of anxiety and I release peace to you now. Receive peace. I thank you, Father. You are the God of peace. I declare peace over you, peace over your house. I declare the love of the Father to fill your house now. In the name of Jesus, your children will walk and the divine call, the destiny that God has for them. You don't have to fear for your children's future. God has them in his hands. I thank you, Father, for your love. Saturate us with a new revelation of who you are. Saturate us in your love. 
I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. I thank you. And someone's been having nightmares. I break off those nightmares. I break that now. I command those nightmares to stop. I want you to put your hands on your head and say, I command these nightmares to stop. I no longer will partner with you. I receive power, love, and a sound mind. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Kim, I, if there's anything else you have on your heart to share, uh, by all means, we can keep going. But um, I just wanted to make sure that I didn't cut you off. If there was something else that you were like, I feel like I'm supposed to share this. No, I I think I feel pretty good. Yeah, it feels <laughs> feel right. It feels right. It feels I, good. Yeah. Let, it, let me know. Email me. Let me know. Yeah. How can I people email, email you? What's uh, What's a good email? Yeah, so you could either go to my website, which is heavenisfun.com and contact me there. Or if you'd like to invite me uh, for any kind of speaking engagements, I am going to be speaking uh, March 31st in Huntsville, Arkansas. Awesome. Yeah, that's exciting. So I'll give you more information when I actually know the address. Uh, But if you'd like me to come speak, you can contact me there or interview me, however. Uh, Or you could, yeah, so you can email me at brightlights-kim at att.net. That's my email address. You can email me there if you have any questions or if you want to share with me something that you can, you know, that you experience or you can just go to my website. It's probably easy, faster just to click on that and tell me what you experienced. Tell me what you felt, what left, what came in, you know, some of the things that you've been struggling with. I would love to hear that. And you can also pick up any of my books. I have audio books. I have PDFs uh, from my website. The heaven is real and fun. I have the manual on how you can hear and how you can see and how you can experience heaven. That's hmm. the manual is also on there. I also have Jesus sat on a stump. I tell about the children that I've seen in heaven yeah, that were aborted. Tear jerker. That is a right tear jerker. Yeah, yeah, I've heard I'm, it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to be sharing some of that in Huntsville and um, or Huntsville. <laughs> Huntsville. 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 Huntsville, Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> I will feel right at home there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and there's yeah. A, my husband's cookbook. I got to plug my husband's cookbook. That's, you know. What is it called? It's, it's probably not just called Husband's Cookbook. <laughs> it's called Robinson's Good Old Home Cooking. Yeah. Yeah. And there's yeah. smoked meatloaf in there. There's uh, how to make pies, how to make cinnamon rolls. How to, how to make mashed potatoes. You'd be surprised if people don't know how to make mashed potatoes. So that's actually really, I didn't know there was yeah. a right or wrong way. But there is definitely, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely a wrong way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, check it out, everybody. And then how can people follow you? I know you've got a, you're at a couple of different places. You can follow me on YouTube. I have a lot of teaching on YouTube. Uh, Heaven is real and fun on YouTube. I'm also on Truth Social. Rumble, um, what else Facebook. am I on? Facebook at Heaven, yeah. Those the other ones are it's at Heaven is Fun, and then Facebook. You can either do Kim Robinson or the Heaven is Real and Fun. That's where I post like upcoming events and things like that. So you can follow me there. Please like, share, do all the stuff, ring the bells, all the things, <laughs> share, do the things. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kim. This was so good. Yeah, we'll for, really, we'll for sure do it again. 
I, f- I feel like daddy said what he was wanting to say. Good. He just, you know, his, his heart is to let people know that he loves you. There's nothing yeah. that you've done mm-hmm. that he, he's not going to love you through. He's not going to love you. He's not going to stop loving you. He's going to love you till you take your last breath. Yeah. And he absolutely is in love with you. Well, and something that I want to point out, you know, cause I think on Elijah fire, we try really hard to um, keep, just a variety of different types of guests and different types of topics and no topic is less or more important than the other. And I think that there is a lot of criticism with uh, right now, and I don't want to name names or anything like that, but there's a lot of criticism with this thing is more important than this. Mm. And sometimes for some people, okay, like we'll use your, the aborted babies and what happens to aborted babies. There are some women who have given their lives to the Lord. And hearing that, what you, what you shared before brought so much healing to them so that they could step out of that depression or that shame and they could actually walk into the next thing that some people are deeming more serious. And I think that all these things are a part of, it's so important that we know that we're loved by God because it's like, how can we communicate his love to the world properly if we don't ourselves fully know that we're loved? And, and the, our, where I, our, our identity is rooted in. Right. And so I think like you, messages like yours are so important uh, because people really do need to know that they're loved, you know? Yeah. And when I was, uh, when I started going back to church, I was going to a Baptist church because that's all I knew. And the, I felt so much shame that I, you know, just to be in the choir, every time I would go to, to the choir, choir practice, or anytime I would go to any kind of a, an event, I had that shame, that little voice that kept telling me, mm-hmm. if they knew what you've done, they mm-hmm. wouldn't let you come to church. Yeah. If they knew what you've done, they wouldn't be your friend. If they knew what you've done, they wouldn't sit next to you. How can you be in the choir? You've had an abortion, yeah. you know, and just so much shame and so much guilt until, you know, he started revealing this to me and that the the children love you. The children that have been aborted, they do not hate you. They are not mad at you. They do not hate the doctors, which people are surprised. Hmm. The children that have been aborted, they do not hate the doctors, the nurses or anyone involved. And there's been a lot of men that have actually been set free from that message because, you know, like the Lord said, he said, with every abortion, there was a man. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, you you know that, but you don't, I didn't think about it. I'm like, well, of course. And some of them are the ones that pressured the abortion. Right. So. Yeah. And so there's there's been a lot of men that have been set free from the shame and the condemnation of, you know, what they've done, you know, and pressuring the, the, you know, the girlfriend or just not caring. Say, okay, you're pregnant while I'm out of here. Yeah. You know, and Mm -hmm. uh, just knowing that their children in heaven are going to come up to them and call them daddy and they're going to be proud of them. They're going to be proud to say this is my dad. Mm -hmm. And there, there is no shame. There is no condemnation. Man, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. So good. Well, Kim, thank you so much. Like I said, we'll do this again. We'll kind of maybe we can do a deep dive into heaven. Just really, <laughs> just really get weird with it. You know, I say let's do it. You know, let's do it. I yeah. would love to. Just invite me back. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you so much, Kim. Everybody, links are in the description to some of her social media platforms. 
also the heaven is fun.com uh, so you can click there and you can check out all of her resources and books and the cookbook and all yeah, that get the cookbook yeah yeah makes my husband happy i know i'm like super <laughs> i'm i'm peaked i'm i'm curious you know so um everybody that is our show have a wonderful thursday tune in tomorrow which is part two of four of our Bible one-on-one series. We've got Mandy Woodhouse in the house. So it's going to be great. Uh, and that's at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also, ElijahFire.com slash donate is how you donate. And all proceeds go towards keeping this five days a week. And also the water well efforts. We take a portion of every single donation, even if it's five bucks. Take a portion of that donation, funnel over there, and you guys are transforming people's lives because of your generosity and also being obedient to the Lord if you put it on your heart to donate. So God bless you guys, and we will see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with <laughs> Mandy Woodhouse. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.